Hello everyone, it's Justin Dawson, it's the All Things Techie Podcast in another episode where we're talking about AI, regulations, strikes, um, threads and a lot, lot more. I can't believe it's episode 80 of the All Things Techie Podcast. Here's the show that loves to talk about gadgets and gizmos, from A-Logic to Yamaha, cameras to control panels. You get what I mean. We love talking all things techie. In fact, that's the name of the show. And here yes, is your indeed. host. It's episode 80 of the All Things Techie podcast. I can't believe it is episode 80. I'm Justin Dawson using a new camera. This is the PTZ Optics. But I also have the Biamp still on camera two as well enjoy that and camera one where it it is the ptz studio uh camera and the lights as well uh just still have to sort out some of the lights and uh, balance out the color it's a very mucky day mucky evening in ireland on uh saturday the 22nd of July when this has been recorded. I hope you're doing well. My thanks to the team of PTZ Optics for sending me over a PTZ Studio camera to trial out. And the product reviews is going to be on my own personal website, uh, Um, If you'd like to have a look at product reviews. That's coming up shortly. Um, in about a week or so's time, I'm going to be putting the PTZ Optics uh, Studio Cam to a full test. Um, but still love my Biamp, which is over there. Over there. Uh, so much has happened in this week. Uh, and thank you, talking about Biamp, thanks, uh, thanks to everyone that has been looking at some of my product reviews recently. Done some great product reviews, and uh, the latest one had, which was the Catchbox, had over six thousand five hundred views in the space of a couple of days. So, <laughs> really impressed by that. And thanks to the guys from Catchbox for all they did um, in the past months with different conferences that uh, I was supporting uh, as well. And uh, they're going to be sending me over a cube, which I'm hoping to put. Um, on the shelf behind me let me see where is that camera uh it is oh i have to zoom it out uh maybe that camera nope uh <laughs> i still have to get used to all the presets that i've have on my uh on my uh little stream deck here uh because when you change around cameras in my, the office uh or in the, in the studio you forget what preset does what so let's uh try this again right uh so with biamp and then i'm going to go to preset three no preset two no <laughs> i'll have to bring it up but uh on preset two no preset three um above the cabinet here if you're watching on youtube is where i am going to put the uh, catch box uh branded catch box that's coming soon uh, for uh, all things techie podcast, and that's also going to be um, that's also going to be at conferences that I will be appearing at, like Infocom twenty twenty four. More to be discussed about Infocom twenty twenty four in the not so distant future. Um, I still love if uh, Biamp would sort out those presets that I could work with a uh, keyboard, so I could actually 
bring it in with uh, the stream deck. That would be cool. But, uh, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, if you're watching on or if you're listening on audio podcasts, oh, I always recommend that you do go over to the <laughs> to the video podcast, which is available on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson, um, where you can you can view the podcast and you can see what I'm talking about with cameras. But if you're listening on audio, it's also just as good as well. And uh, thank you for downloading and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button and never miss any episodes. And all our previous episodes, it's available on our website, www.allteenstech.ie. Episode 80. Wow. And there's lo- every episode of the All Things Techie podcast is available on www.allthingstech.ie both video and audio when i think in episode about six or seven we started doing video for the all things techie podcast um and some great memories i still think my fondest memories of podcasts and apart from doing some amazing podcasts and interviews over at trade shows like ise in 2023 i think the most amazing memory is the day that the world went into lockdown for COVID and all those AV professionals that I had on, on a very, very ab-lib uh, program of all things Teggy, uh, where it was just done over Zoom and people going, this will only last a week and little did we know. Now, what's been happening in the world of technology? Uh, Threads, user engagement down by 70%, but new features could turn the tides. You know, I downloaded Threads and I got, as in episode 79, I talked about Threads and how uh, it works and how we got I got it working in around EU laws and regulations to download it on my Android phone. And do you know what? boring i'm i've been bored by it it's like an extension to instagram and i said that in episode 79 and there's not much happening on it that i wouldn't switch back to twitter or look at instagram the metabacked social network launched just over two weeks ago to the sort of reception that would put a smile on even the most pessimistic of executives the service managed to attract more than 100 million users in the first five days despite what some call a premature feature scarce launch. Now the decision to go live as soon as possible may be coming back to haunt Meta. According to Center Tower estimates cited by the Wall Street Journal, the number of daily active users on threads have dropped nearly 70% compared to its peak on July the 7th. Another analytics firm, SimilarWeb, found that the average time spent using threads, um, Android and iOS apps had slipped from 19 minutes a day to just four minutes. For comparison, Twitter's daily active count user count has held steadily around 200 million, with the average user spending roughly half an hour using the service each day. Metaboss uh, Mark Zuckerberg recently said Thread's early growth was off the charts and way ahead of what they expected. Looking ahead, Zuckerberg said that the focus of the rest of the year will be on improving the basics of the platform and working on user retention. Now, (laughs) I question if the predictions were right. Google did something similar with the social media 
it was known as Google Plus. If they don't put in the effort, well, not saying that that Google won't put in the effort, but if they uh, if they don't put in the effort, it's going to die very quickly. Um, the other thing that Meta has done is Meta has released AI language mod model model AI language model to rival OpenAI's ChatGPT and Google's Bard. Facebook owner Meta has released a new free of charge version of its language based model uh, LLM LLM. That's not easy to say, making it a play against ChatGPT, maker OpenAI and Google. OpenAI and Google have developed an impressive LMMs which serve as the foundations of the ChatGPT and Bard chatbots, which have drawn excitement with their capabilities to mimic human creativity and expertise. Meta, meanwhile, has avoided releasing generative AI products straight to the consumer and instead developed LLAMA, an LLM specifically developed for researchers so they could perfect it. Crucially, Llama is an open source, meaning that its inner workings are available to all that tinkered with the, the modified, unlike recently developed programs put out by OpenAI and Google. Some of these m models include OpenAI's world-leading ChatGPT4, a closed and propriety, uh, with the clients that use them denied access to their programming code or detailed answers to how their data is handled. Well, Surely that's a good thing if it's locked down. Or isn't it? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I would imagine that it being locked down is a good thing. Um, open source drives innovation because it enables so many more developers to build with new technology. Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said in a Facebook post, the new more powerful version of Meta's model called Llama 2 will be available to any business for download through Microsoft's Azure Cloud Service in a special partnership with the Windows Maker. The Microsoft tie-in comes on top of the company's major partnership with OpenAI, signaling Microsoft is attempting to diversify its AI offerings with products that put businesses in more control of their data and software. Microsoft, which has been the most aggressive tech player to enter the AI market, saw its share price skyrocket on Tuesday, when it said it would be charging $30 or €26 Euro per user per month for an AI-enhanced version of Microsoft 365, its Office platform. This would be significant price for business customers and could potentially lead to a vast increase in revenue for Microsoft if its AI is seen as a necessary cost going forward. Well, I think that is actually quite interesting that Microsoft is offering an AI version of Microsoft 365. I haven't read in details of what exactly is going to go on in Microsoft 365, but if you took Word or PowerPoint or Excel, for example, and were able to use AI tools to quicken your office job, it must be a good thing. Or is it? <laughs> Let us know. Uh, get in touch with All Things Techie Podcast. If you're looking on YouTube, the details is at the bottom of the screen. You can tweet me at avtechjunkies is the show Twitter, hand, Twitter handle. You can uh, follow us on YouTube and hit the subscribe button and the bell icon and never miss an episode. Or you can tweet me directly at Justin or Dawson. Uh, iPhone could face severe shortages at its launch. Uh, 
iPhone was lined up as widely expected to land in September, but there are several chances it will be delayed due to manufacturing issues affecting the iPhone 15 Pro and the iPhone 15 Pro Max models. It is not unusual for iPhones to be in short supply at launch, but supply chain insiders believe the iPhone 15 Pro Max will be particularly hard to get your hands on. Apple may be dealing with a few product production issues for the upcoming iPhone 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max. Include, according to a report uh, from the information, citing two people with direct knowledge of the problems, the company may face severe supply constraints in the September when the iPhone 15 lines up and is expected to debut. The biggest feature... Biggest issue is related to its design decision as Apple wanted to significantly reduce the size of the bezel around the display on the iPhone 15 Pro models. The idea is to have a larger display without modifying the physical size of the, the new devices, which is said to be largely unchanged from that of its predecessors. To that end, the Cupertino giant has to use different, different manufacturing processes known as low injection pressure over molding or lipo and the first trial production runs revealed some unexpected issues with screen source from lg the new manufacturing process means apple has to fuse the display into the metal frame before further assembly of other components which calls for more ro rigorous reliability and testing but does that mean you want to go out and spend nearly over a thousand dollars or thousand euro for an iphone 15 i will stick to my android thank you very much follow on apple Podcasts. all things techie podcast now seven leading companies in artificial intelligence have committed to managing risk posed by the tech the white house has said this will include testing security of ai and making the result of those tests public representatives from amazon anthro Anthropic, Google, Inflection, Meta, Microsoft and OpenAI joined US President Joe Biden to make the announcement. Third, the companies have a duty to earn the people's trust and empower users to make informed decisions labeling content that has been altered or AI generated, rooting out bias and discrimination, strengthening privacy protections and shielding children from harm. And finally, Companies have agreed to find ways for AI to help meet society's greatest challenges, from cancer to climate change, and invest in education and new jobs, to help students and workers prosper from the opportunities, and there are enormous opportunities of AI. These commitments are real and they're concrete. They're going to help fulfill industry fulfill its fundamental obligation to Americans to develop safe, secure, and trustworthy technologies that benefit society and uphold our values and our shared values. Let me close with this. We'll see more technology change in the next 10 years or even in the next few years than we've seen in the last 50 years. Is that a lot to take in? Well, you know, this is why there is an actor strike at the moment. Bargaining our very existence why the battle over AI is being fought in Hollywood. AI is threatening jobs around many sectors, from doctors and lawyers to data scientists and journalists. But Hollywood's actors and writers, currently united in their first double strike in more than 60 years, are fighting back in an unprecedented way 
bound to protect every worker in, from, in their industry, from the extras to the stars, from being replaced by new technologies. The dual strike by the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, SAG-AFTRA, and the Writers Guild of America, the WGA, have forced major studios to halt production, resulting in a standoff that is expected to drag on for months. Now, when things like this drag on for months, it has a massive effect on finances, both for films and things like Netflix and movies and new releases and box sets and series. Um, on the picket lines... On the picket lines outside Netflix this week, one SAG-AFTRA member and another described being fired up about the potential threats AI poses to their jobs. If actors don't win serious protections against being replaced by AI, it ends the profession. Zek Alton, a member of the SAG-AFTRA negotiation committee, said they are forcing us to negotiate and bargain for our very existence. Actors are also aware of the battle between workers and bosses over AI and other new technologies does not end with them, he added. When our very recognisable members speak, the whole world tends to listen, and we're aware of that. UPS have is having issues, Starbucks is having issues, teachers are having issues, nurses are having issues. We have a really loud voice at Psych Afra, and we're ready to speak. Uh, we're speaking for everyone. Um, Hollywood artists may also be benefiting from the public empathy than previous disrupted mo workers have received. The disruptions of new AI technology have been moving up the economic and labour food chain. Um, the actors' concerns are around AI are multifold. Celebrities are increasingly targets of deepfake technology, which can use their voices and likeliness for everything from advertisements to shockingly believable sham songs to pornography, for example. Uh, several actors on the picket line outside Netflix on Tuesday said they had not yet faced the decision of whether they will, whether or not to be digitally scanned while working on a film, but said they were concerned about it. Other activists said that AI technology is being overhyped and misunderstood, but argued that it is the studios executives and Wall Street investors who are failing to understand what the new technology can and can't do. So. If we're talking about the fact that when news and information is being made, that it has to have a watermark saying, this is AI, do we have to do the same in the future for films and box sets? Or have actors got a point? Like, when they retire, when they die... Should they be allowed to be put back into films? And if so, should their family be getting royalties, for example? These are all questions that are valuable, you know, like, and it has been seen it both with, between musicians and bands and films uh, that AI is used more and more. How do we stop this from, from dragging on? We love to hear your comments. Get in touch with the All Things Techie podcast. It's a it's a topical discussion about AI. Um, and I'd love to do a panel discussion sometime on the All Things Techie podcast. Discussing AI, the pros and cons of AI. We have to embrace it. <laughs> you know, I honestly believe, yes, we do have to embrace uh, technology with, with AI. It's not going away. But should there be some regulations put on it? 
um, let us know. Get in touch with the programme. If you're watching on YouTube, the details is at the bottom of the screen. You can tweet at AVTechJunkies uh, is the Twitter handle uh, for the show. You can visit us on YouTube and give comments there. Um, details at the bottom of the screen. YouTube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson uh, where you see all this last this show and previous shows of the All Things Techie podcast. And if you want to tweet me directly, you can do so there as well, at Justin or Dawson. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode. All Things Techie Podcast. Sky have picked an unfortunate month to launch its latest big new TV service, Skystream. With strikes in Hollywood escalating, will there be much worth tuning in for later this year? This is an opinion post by Adrian Weckler from the Irish Independent. Skystream is basically the same service as its all-in-one Sky Glass, except it has a small set-top box that plugs into any telly and works on your home normal Wi-Fi. The bottom line is that you no longer have to have a satellite dish to get Sky. Woohoo! Getting rid of the satellite dishes. What? How many years has it taken to get rid of the satellite dish? It is the most ugly thing on the side of a house or apartment. I've said it. Yeah, sky dish, like dishes in general for satellite dishes to get TV programs. No, go away. That that gone. Gone are the days of needing a satellite dish. Um. But Sky couldn't have been unluckier with this window of launch when Killian Murphy and the open cast of Oppenheimer walked out to a press screening in solidarity with the Hollywood actor strike. It reaffirmed uh, how big a deal this could be uh, to our TV viewing. The reassessment of television consumption habits is probably beyond due anyways. Thanks to its proliferation of streaming services in the past five years, we now watch an awful lot of on-demand telly on our 55 inch screens or bigger or bigger screens <laughs> the average irish home now has at least two stream subscriptions as well as access to the usual linear channels um, and this is adrian's case uh, they have an embarrassing number of subscriptions not including sky he pays for netflix amazon prime video disney plus paramount plus mubu and youtube premium and that's having recently cut down the number down jettoning apple tv uh, Discovery Plus, uh, he was paying nearly a thousand a year for online subscriptions. A thousand euro a year for online subscriptions. That is crazy. Um, I have Netflix. I did get Disney Plus on a coupon for a couple of months that I, I used with uh, my kids. Would I spend any more on any premiums? Do you know what? I'm actually bored of, of Netflix. Does very little on Netflix that I like. Um, I use the Irish uh, media players, RT player and Virgin Media player to watch playbacks of news and items that I want to watch. Um, do I subscribe to sport? Well, when the Premier League is on, I might subscribe to sport. But apart from that, no. You know, it's there's too many choices. Now... 
For those uh, wondering how the stream service differs from Sky's cheaper online Now TV, or Now as it was rebranded recently, Sky Stream shows all of your regular programming, including RT and BBC, while Now is mostly Sky channels. There is a picture quality difference too, with Now only available in lower resolution. The only real downside to this is the recording technology is still pretty hit and miss. It uses a Skyglass system of trying to retrieve your request to record the programs from the cloud. Interesting enough, I, I haven't tried out this. I, If I was offered a demo of uh, Skystream, I would try it out to see what the recording quality is like. Or can you record several programs? Um, they're linking in with a lot of your broadband packages, so you would have to have Sky Broadband to go with it. Sky Broadband only offer up to 500 megs uh, in Ireland that I'm aware of, where I had the full gig uh, fiber broadband, so which I value a lot. So um, would I make a switch? Not really. Not really interested, unless there was something really beneficial um, of getting... I, I think this opens up to a lot more... Um, chances of streaming illegal streaming providers taking the channels and streaming it to multiple people and i you know i think sky have a battle on its hands to combat that but lower the prices and they will have to lower the prices if there's actor strikes going on and the box sets aren't coming out it's going to be interesting times with ai and this fight by the actors guilds um, on how they're going to combat it, what rules and regulations might come in for actors. And that's only one side. They're saying actors, but they're also talking about protecting other people uh, as well in different unions that's over in Hollywood at the moment. I found this a absolutely crazy story, listeners. Brazil's Embraer plans to build electric flying taxis in a factory near Sao Paulo, the Brazilian plane maker Embraer says that its new factory will be built near Sao Paulo to produce electric flying taxis when it hopes it will take from the skies in 2026. Electric flying taxis. The aircraft, which uh, will be made by subsidiary Eve, will resemble a small helicopter with enough space up to six customers it's envisaged the the trip will cost fifty dollars to a hundred dollars around 39 pounds to 79 pounds per person Eve says it's really Eve says it's already had its orders for almost three thousand air taxis it hopes to assemble the prototype this year u.s regulators recently released a timeline for their air taxis to be flying as early as 2025 the electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft will not need a runway but can travel long distances like an airplane. Electric motors should reduce noise and pollution compared to with standard planes. It has been argued the aircraft could help reduce traffic congestion in crowded cities without being too expensive for customers. They've also been seen as an alternative for transporting cargo. The factory will be built in the city of Taubati, about 140 kilometers from Sao Paulo, Brazil's economic capital. The drone-like passenger vehicles will initially be used in taxi fleets, um, uh, an AFP news agency reported. Uh, the first flights have been 
have a pilot but later roll out self-piloted vehicles is also on the company's plans. The vehicles will be 100% electric, allowing for emission-free flights. That actually scares the bejeepers out of me. <laughs> Imagine getting into an electric-powered helicopter and also learning that it's no pilot. No pilot at all. Let us know what you think. Would you get into one of these? Um, details at the bottom of the screen. At AV Tech Junkies uh, on Twitter. At Justin Orr Dawson. You can also comment at allthingstech.ie if you want to send us an email. And wherever you're getting the program on social media. Feel free to leave a comment at the bottom of the screen. Love to hear from you. So it is AI is becoming more popular. As you have heard from this episode of All Things Techie. Uh, podcast will it take jobs who knows will the actors stop being on strike who knows will regulation have to come in definitely will you embrace AI we'll have to discuss that on a panel discussion in a future episode of the All Things Techie podcast if you'd like to get in contact with the program as always details are on the bottom of the screen New product reviews will be available on my YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson and a future episode of the All Things Techie podcast discussing some of these product reviews. But until our next episode, take care and see you in episode 81. Goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Techie Podcast. Part of the Extreme Media Network. Follow us on Twitter at AV Tech Junkies. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch our show on YouTube by visiting youtube.com forward slash at Justin underscore or underscore Dawson. Previous episodes of our show can be found on our official site, www.allthingstech.ie. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie.